0: Good morning. So, uh, we are going to actually one paragraph left of uh, on Emuna and B'tochan, and then we're going to start eating and drinking. Um, which all of there's so many actually eating and drinking there are, lo- there are many facets that a person could uh, work to improve on from a mercer perspective, let alone from a halachic uh, perspective. But before that, we Actually, we're talking about it's actually Hanukkah even. Uh, about uh, believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, and seeing Hashem in all of our steps and all of our lives. Actually, uh, Nachum was telling me yesterday in the Siva Shalom uh, that the, that the Salaam Rebbe was discussing, something which many people discuss: how the essence of Yosef and all of Yosef's success and all of Yosef's life was seeing HaKadosh Baruch Hu there in the great times and the bad times, and that's how he was able to forgive his brothers. That's how he was able to survive in jail. That's able, how he was able to, to stay the same great Yosef in the, the, in, the, in, the, in the palace of Paro. He was able to see Akarj Baruchu everywhere. Uh, so first of all, to believe in Hashem, and then second of all, to see Hashem This divine providence. And divine providence means that Akarj knows everything that happens and, and will happen to you and I. Uh, the meaning of is actually not just a nice concept. uh midas chasidus, an act of piety, It's actually from the Torah mitzvah, from the 613 and thirteen mitzvahs. The mitzvahs tadirus the mitzvah that you can fulfill. Right? If you believe even for one second, actually, it's from the six mitzvahs tadirus. Right? If you believe even for one second, you're walking in the street and you get stuck in traffic, or you're driving in the car you get stuck in traffic, and you say. This is and Hashem. It's Shem's desire. Or somebody, um, what happened to me the other day? Something, something really annoying happened. I forgot what it was, oh. and I just it wasn't it was some you know, you know, annoying person. Okay, actually I'll give an easy, easy example. I was walking, uh, I was walking past the shul uh, a couple weeks ago. There's a homeless guy like who unpacked all his stuff in front of the shul, like literally unpacked the homeless, the homeless guy from everything in front of the shul. So I said to him, um, do me a favor. I didn't say get off the property immediately. Uh, uh, if you'll be sleeping there, you know, doing something, I said just please make sure to take all your stuff and you leave. This guy went off on a rampage. Do you know that I'm an Indian and this is on stolen lands? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And you, this is my land, you white man. I said, actually, I'm Jewish. I came here, you know, I know, you're a white man! Yeah, and weird. you're on stolen land, how dare? And then he said a few nice words to me, in different languages, and, but it's Indian is, is Indian. And I, this guy, and then he was like, follow me first. I wasn't really scared of him, but I was like, really, you know, a guy was like screaming his head off, like literally, like I was not only homeless, but obviously seriously deranged. So most, I, most of them are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, but, but my point for me at that moment, I said to myself, okay, whatever reason... I said it very nicely. The guy was Alpha's rocker. So, if you think to yourself, if you have anything like that, and we all we all have permutation of that, you know. Um, this is Rosham. Like you know, at the end of the day, I didn't. I didn't go over to him and push him. I didn't scream at him. I, which I, really, you know, I could have. If somebody would go on your property, unpack all their stuff, like all their dirty cans and stuff like that, on your front of your house, would you say anything to them? Mm-hmm. You, you, would, you, would, you would. Well, I would. You would, of course. You, anyone would, well, would. right? Uh, and also the thing with homeless, it's not. This is, this is a serious thing. Of course, we have to be empathetic uh, to to, the, to their plight within reason, although because many of them are uh, self caused drug. I mean, there are different groups of them. I can tell you from different the era, the era of diaries. You know, <laughs> some are really mentally ill, and some are drug addicts, and some, you know, all types. Yeah, um, some are both. So. Um, but but the but the but the, but the bottom but the bottom line is is that you know we, we look at things that come from Hashem and there's This much the homeless come one comes and more come. If something is abandoned, that's how like they, you can see where the Arab areas like they, they congregate. If they see like as, as an abandoned house like it was a, a, a few years ago on Kirtner, There's a house that was uh, abandoned on like in the middle of a real residential area, and one homeless guy went there. Nobody stopped him. He went to the house. Like, it was, like, an owner who was uh, uh, an absentee owner somewhere. It didn't rent out the house. And, like, over time, like, that whole house got, like, terrible. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I wouldn't hate these human beings, with human beings who are precious souls, but infested by, like, homeless people. They, like, it come in, out. It was just a hangout area. Nobody could stop them. So there's a, a good reason to be village, vigilant and not to let the homeless hang out in area for, for various reasons. Uh but at the end of the day, like so, you're nice, and the person starts screaming at you. So we, well, you're friendly to a person; they're in a bad mood. They scream at you. They're in a bad mood. It's a, if you if you think to yourself, this is from Hashem, of course they're liable. They have their own free will, but nothing happens. To Hashem, so you're a mitzvah in a Torah. Not only do you get uh, all of the benefits of having a Muna, which is which are great, but you actually are you're, you're, you're a Torah Jew. Um, Yomer, Satan. says, "What do you me, he says, "I'll, I'll poke to you the Satan." This is his own language. I'm a Jew, the son of a Jew. I believe a Jew believes. <laughs> That, that, that everything in the world happens from Hashem. There's nothing. There's zero. There's results Whether from a homeless person to your boss, to your own, to a person's kids. Uh, you know, I was thinking I suffered. as, you know, a colicky kid. You know, he had a colicky kid. I've, mm. I've, I've, it's Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, a tough one. it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, my mother still reminds me me. Yeah that I was colicky. Like, you know, she she's still she's still traumatized forty something plus years later, like, you know, she's still recuperating. not easy. Like, you know, you don't sleep and you know, this and that. It's like you can't like, reason with a colicky kid, right? You know, just, right? So yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, someone has a colicky kid, another kid's kid sleeps through the nights. You know, I've never had really extremes in either. I've had plenty of in between. Uh, but yeah, you know, some kids sleep through the night. I mean, actually, I would take my say, I mean, it's that I get. But I wouldn't mind the kid that sleeps through the night. An age, a little kid. You feed the kid, goes to sleep within the night. You know, <laughs> But if you're a parent, you have a college kid, or you're you're whatever it is. You're par- your parent, a parents, and your child's not married, or whatever. Everything is masham. So he says, you say to yourself, there's no, we're, we, there's no Yitzhahara. Don't be bothered. By people or events or things, because everything comes from Hashem. Means we must do normal hestalis, whether it's you know to help treat a colicky kid or to deal with homeless people correctly or do your job correctly or or individual human dynamics correctly. But realize that nothing comes from from 'er And The Yitzhara wants always to blind us. The part of the Yitzhara in life is to block Hashem. Right? Don't see Hashem. See this homeless person. See the traffic. See the colic. See see the person who wasn't nice to you or didn't give you the honor. Didn't give you the aliyah. It's like it was all Fagan's fault. Right? It's all Fagan. You know, see the rabbi, you know, who, who, who wanted an appointment. Like one person, I really see recently someone wanted an appointment this time. I didn't have an appointment. The person gets angry at me. Like, hello, I don't have an appointment at that time. So I understand that it works out for your schedule. It's very kind of you. I have to fit into your schedule. But somebody made an appointment at that time many weeks before you, so I can't give you that appointment. So the person's angry, I and mean, ah, it didn't really bother me, except for the absurdity of it. You know, right? uh, so but, you can see why anger uh, is tantamal tablood at Oh, oh, oh. So, Right, because anger, 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 believes in the Hashem. So, you know, happens. See, this was actually felt in this because certain people feel, if they're open certain times. What bothered me was, was not only the anger, it's just that certain people lack Pasha Midas. Like, because it fits into your schedule. The world has to revolve around you. And the person's not a bad person, by the way. The person was a very kind, nice person. But in this area, they're, they're, they're busy. And whenever they're free, they has to, everything has to work the way they, they want it. Like, you know, that's, that's lacking in me, this. So but the, my point is, is that even that person, anything that we experience, right, is to realize that, that you know, there's no one thing that happens ever to life. If the more a person says that, says, says the Pellyites, um, and know that you're rewarded for every good thought. And this is from the most precious thoughts. That when you accept Hashem's reality, And actually, part of the davara is if, you, if other people are angry at you, what happens is you get angry. If life is difficult, you get frazzled and or you can't dive in, or you're upset, or you, and then there's like this vicious cycle, you don't sleep well, and then you're even worse, and like, it's like, uh, a million things happen, or you're just tense, you know, you, a person comes home angry, and agitated, uh, or hurt, or jealous, or whatever it may be, uh, and you, you, part of it's your own punishment, in this world, and part of it's actually you'll get punished, in the world of truth, because this is, you walk every day in the world, you deal with every person in the world, you know, people get, you live in a million things. No one, you know. Uh, it's still a person, who come like a Yosef HaTzadik. Yosef HaTzadik is living in and All of his, everything that's happening to him, he's seeing Hashem. Now, of course, Paro is Paro and Potifar is Potifar, And what the brothers do, they do. And you have to deal with people for who they are, where they are. But ultimately, after all said and done, there's only a kaddish baruch on this world, and that's how Yosef lives, and that's and he's living a, 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 a life not only a, a, a calmer life, a happy life. A matz- it's it's his rewarded for all of that. <speaking in Hebrew> you have to put this into your own thoughts. You know, a- actions and thoughts are cheaper than words. You could say, "Oh, baruch Hashem." Today, a, a base Yaakov's girl favorite two words: baruch Hashem. I guess these girls like, Baruch Hashem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the same Baruch Hashem girl, something goes away she doesn't like. She's all upset. I can't believe my girlfriend. What happened to Baruch Hashem? It's like Baruch Hashem. All of a sudden, they stub their toe. Ouch! I can't believe this! Why did you leave this out? I stub my toe in it. like. funny you picked that example because, you know, the... Yeah, COVID's. Yeah, or or that's no kivets, no Kibetz, He pricks himself. Yeah. All of these things. But the, 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 it's great to say Baruch Hashem. It's a very holy thing. Yeah. But living Baruch Hashem means that's a different reality. It's a different on a d- different plane. Um, we know the best way, of course, is to do it on small things. You know, uh, to train ourselves with small things, the person gets clobbered with a, a real difficulty, they lose their job, they have someone that they love is sick, they, or, or they, they, they want an opportunity and they're in a car accident, whatever it may be. Or, it's very easy to forget it, Hashem, when they get the job, when they win the lottery, oh, you know, whenever, actually lottery is easy because the chance you win the lottery is like, I mean, <laughs> you have nothing to do with it. But, uh, you know, or, or, but when your success also blinds Hashem, you think about me. Look how lucky I am, right? You know, um, if a person has a munah, please the person can merit the world to come in proper tranquility. We don't forget the main thing is to give Hashem nachasruach, and a person with a munah, right, actually finishing these parshas of Hanukkah and, and these the parshas that we're doing, the, all these parshas actually, from Vayetze to the end of Schmeis is filled with stories of Yaakov and Yosef. Is all about Amunah. Their success is all about Amunah, and because they lived years, years of challenge. Right. It was the fact that we can talk today uh, that I have a son named Yosef Meir and a son named Yisrael. Right. Is because these were people of Amunah. If they lived thirty six hundred years ago right, and they were still all products of them because of the emunah that they had in their own lives, right, and that's how we should be living. Okay, the next topic is eating and drinking. Now, actually, emunah is oxygen. If you don't have certain it, it's funny, because certain things that people work on, on whether halakha or Musar, they affect you more or less, right? the aim um, I'm actually learning from my kids' i just, uh, just thinking of the, the funeral of the soldier who died they were seeing an imam even there right right. and that's and, that, and the truth is that's amazing but by by a funeral at a major event like that actually you, it's easier than in, in a day in day out i'm just saying wow, that's true it, when, you're at, when, you're, when you're when you when you're when when your commander screams at you in the army it's a lot easier to see an imam in bamuna commander just scream at me right it's yeah. a lot harder than that, when a terrible tragedy and i hate to say it it, it's a huge that they did that and it's an amazing thing but, but the reality is it's harder in the, in, the, in, the, in the day in day out things and yeah, do that it's not, yeah, you don't it's not it as dramatic yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but, but really a mood is like oxygen you live in this world every second in the world you'll be doing I was as I mentioned Like, keep it up the game for most people here although you said your mother this week you know you could speak to your parents I don't know if you're, you're lucky enough to have parents live and you don't live next to them hopefully hopefully at least once a week, Hopefully, preferably more than once a week, and in the conversation it goes from 5 to 15 minutes, and if you're a good child, it could do, you know, like Yoni gets the opportunity every day, every night, you know. It's a lucky man over here. Maybe too many. No, never too much. It's not forever, never too much. Uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to have your parents nearby, Shmuel has this also, you get a lot more opportunity. But even then, it's not every second. Amunah right? is every second. Eating and drinking is something we do uh, at least two times, usually three, and sometimes even more times a day. Certainly eating and, and drinking is untold amount <laughs> of times uh, during the day. So, how we view this is important. Like, we talk about a it's less, right? Certain things are more, right? When you want to work on yourself and character, refine it. So, in general, the three types of eating and drinking. Actually, for those who are learning Tanya or any work of Chassidus, uh, they, they, a lot of these works focus on how you eat and drink, right, and how it affects the soul. Uh, it's a very, it's a key component of spiritual growth uh, because it's something you do often. And the drive to eat, uh, most people's drive to eat, uh, is not spiritual. Okay, it's pure physical need. Now you can, you could make eating and drinking spiritual. But the drive to eat, when you're hungry, most people, when they're hungry, what are they thinking? Feed me. Right? Yeah. They're not thinking, oh, I want to make brachas. Honey, I need to get home. Please, I need to make brachas on the chillens. I'm starving for, for bracha on I, you know, let's, let's get home already. Yet at event, I really need to make my shahakal. Honor. My, I'm desperate for a worry for a you know, please, let's, let's get it ready with you. Enough schmoozing. I need my bari periyah coffee. I need a cup of wine already. Like, I going to be very honest. I I have, I have a coffee in the morning, it's, it's, I think that's my most spiritual eating of the day, honestly, because I need it for davening. Like, I my head's like still fuzzy. I'm like when I see the ball. But even then, you know, I'm not thinking my shahakal. You know, I mean, I, I am thinking of the coffee that needs to daven correctly. That's the truth, personally. Personally. Uh, uh, when I when I when I eat other things, I'm not as focused. But by coffee, I'm focused, I mean, like I cannot function without the coffee. But but at the end of the you know at the end of the day, that that feeling of spirituality is is a much different than, than eating and drinking. So when you eat, is there's, there's a mitzvah sometimes to eat, right? You eat on Shabbos; it's a mitzvah. Um, uh, there are sometimes there are greater mitzvahs and less. Obviously, te, uh, the the ninth of Tishrei is the greatest mitzvahs to eat. Pesach nights are. Greatest, Mrs. Tita races hetter. Some things, if you eat, you know not uh, are, are hetter. And there's iser. Whether the day is iser, like Yom Kippur, or to eat on to eat this Tuesday, unless you have a hetter, right? You're over. Different from over the words of the Navim, right? If anyone who eats on t- Tuesday, now there are there are leniencies in fasting. Right. My wife will not fast this Tuesday when right. she's pregnant. She doesn't fast. Now, some women will, but she will not because she's a bad faster and she is legitimately putter from fasting. Diabetes. Diabetes, for sure putter. No question. Uh, so you could, there are paturim, but if you're not putter, you're over, it's mamashin iser to eat. It's pashit to, to eat. It's more It's worse at some level to eat on Tuesday and to eat chicken and cheese together. I'm just, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, so chicken and cheese is, it's Tama here it's a different neviim, right? You know, I'm not saying, weighing it out, per but it's different neviim to, to fast on Tuesday. Uh and the are also, like, person as is also like a shabalotase, like they could have fasted if they chose not to, but they also missing that. I'm actually, uh, what do you mean? If they, are supposed to not eat. As an, they have an active stance, right? They're also not doing that if they eat. Are they also missing that? It's like a tasse. Uh, they're missing probably the Avelis the not the Avelis I'm not sure if the, the, the not eating itself yeah, yeah exactly I think that the fact is that eating is you is is kind you are a it's like uh, there's a question if you eat meat that's salted right, which we talked about this morning did you get a did you get a mitzvah of not eating blood mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you're asking right so some say yes but not the pascha says you have a mitzvah you can't eat blood mm-hmm. right so you understand hey, um, all okay. right so biad Adam called su'das su'das mitzvah. This is an amazing thing. It's possible that every time you eat, it's a su'das mitzvah. Actually, now there's a that says this. The Chavetz Chaim quotes this in Mishne in the name of the Chay Adam. He says it's possible that every meal you eat is a su'das mitzvah. How do you do that? You have certain tsenayim hanemarim be'msvp sofrim from the svarim that we live by. Rishonat zarech l'chavim bechilaso. The first thing you have to do is that when you eat, by the way, if you're at any Kiddush, if you even say this to yourself and you believe this, it will affect how you eat in the Kiddush or any meal. And I, Andy did a smart thing, which I will do myself. I'll push it away saw so I push away the food. He didn't want it in front of him, right? You know, because he's not he on it, right? Uh, I need to do that with certain things also, but like jelly beans, like, I have to like push them, like get them away from me. You know, like whatever, like, you know. Uh, you know I see. if you're at a table, you have a meeting, sometimes you just eat. You know, like, you're not, it's almost like... Uh, you don't even know you're doing it. You don't even know you're doing it, right? Uh, but the first thing is you say to yourself when you eat, the whole reason that you're eating is to be bari, healthy, v'chazak, lavur, sakel. To serve Hachar Sparkle, eat and he goes, Nafesh, Chesed. You're actually doing Chesed to yourself. Imagine you have, a, you, have a, you have a person, sometimes my kids, they come home from school, they're like so drained. Like, you know, my wife, I see when she feeds the kids, it's like it's such a Chesed. Like, they, they eat a meal, like, you know, my wife tells somebody my youngest two sons, like, last night, uh, Friday night, were like completely off the wall. And then she gave them some food, they're like, come. <laughs> Relax, you know, you feed somebody, it's a chesed, very often. Somebody's hungry, you feed them, it's a chesed. Guess what, when you feed yourself, take care of your body, it's a chesed. <laughs> You're being very, very kind to yourself. Uh, there's a chesed Shabbat. And, um, and by the way, on a Kabbalistic level, of course, the Palyaites, was a Muslim Kabbal, as well as a Balmusser. You're, you're you're bringing kedusha into the world when you eat and drink for the sake of Hashem, and if if you're eating and drinking to be able to work well, to function well, to be healthy, right? So then that's purely serve, It's a tremendous mitzvah, right? It's a tremendous mitzvah. By the way, you mentioned smoking. It, it's such a contradiction to everything we just said. It, but just to talk about flat Earth people or anti-vaxxers, one of the reasons people smoking became common is because a couple hundred years ago, people actually believed smoking was healthy, <laughs> right? And, and it became ingrained in societies. Uh, you actually can look at post Skim and talk about smoking being healthy because people felt good after they smoked yeah, well, indigestion, yeah, uh, you know, you smoking relax them anyway. relaxed, um, you know, good for the nerves. Mm-hmm. So like, changing that, when, when actually every cigarette you smoke is not only is it addictive, which is because right, mm-hmm. of the nicotine, but it damages your body, Dam- and, and if you have family members, damages your family members, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if it's still this way, but for several decades, it was like cool in high school to smoke. Right, know. right, no, right. That that well, that makes it more rampant. But the, the starting point, right, for certain people, actually, in part of it in Israel or in certain certain even Hasidic worlds, it's still considered cool. And there's parts of the world. We're smoking still cool. now in America. They do tattoos, and I think that's cool. I right, have to read my article, but uh, um, but, but yeah, which is all. Uh, but the point is, it's smoking. Certain foods that people eat today, like the whole what they get out of the food, is to damage the body. There's no nutritional value, zero nutritional value out, out, out of these foods. It's like it, you know, so there's some value of getting some sugar or whatever in your body, but there's zero nutritional value in, in, in the food. Obviously, if you had a breakfast of jelly beans, I mentioned jelly beans, you know. Well, how, how would you recommend that? Uh, breakfast jelly beans, no. different flavors. <laughs> you know, how many does <laughs> Jelly Belly have? You can, it, it can even have, can put something you put can in, have the in the lemon and the apple cream. jelly beans. Amazing, whatever they, whatever they have. Orange jelly beans, like very healthy. Like, what do you put protein in the jelly bean? with The kid eating. I, well, <laughs> they probably they, they do it's like fruity pebbles, almost like you know, a bunch of jelly bellies. You know, like these pure sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but, no, but, but but at the end of the day, you're taking care of so, and that brings kadusha when you take, if, because you can't just say I'm eating healthy and having jelly bellies for breakfast. I mean, that doesn't go because being, it's a contradiction. You're not really not taking care of yourself. It, but if you say I'm, I'm eating to be healthy and you're not thinking of Hashem, does that still count? You know what I'm saying? In other like words, there are pe- there are people who are just healthy. Vegans, like, yeah, whatever. No, 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 I mean, I can argue, no, that personality. I'm not talking about their vegan. Is healthy? I don't think it's know, healthy personally. Yeah, but, but 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 at the end, he of that, just eats healthy. They think about their, their kavana is health. That's good in itself. Even if they're not thinking about a ship. No. No. It's not good. Of course it's not good. Okay. I mean, that's smart. You'll take care of your body. but it's like
1: not to, think, that's take that's care like, of my uh, body.
0: If, if, a if, first, if, right. if, if, if a person is an atheist, yeah. right, uh, does give charity, everything. he's not doing it because of God. Yeah. Right? Ultimately, we're doing, we, the reason we do things is because God says it. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we, we have to believe in our Kodesh Baruch Okay. Now, I believe that you and I, when we see taking care of our health, we think about God, whether we mm-hmm. articulate it or not. But yeah. the best thing is to articulate it. Um... You have to eat before you, uh, uh, before you. You have, have to pray before you eat. It's a chiyav hagadol. It's not just halacha. Uh but it's, it is, it's, it's, it's as Zara said. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a chiv. Actually, if you look at certain Hasidic groups, for they eat, they have a whole. Mm-hmm. Like they have a whole. It's like a whole. Kavanah of eating, of a person, to serve Hashem through eating. Uh, in a korb, a Sefer Rashish Chachma, which is Sephardic, student of the Rizal, we'll see that the kavanas Achila is compared to Korbanah. for all of you who are learning Kadshim, when you eat, right, what do, we, what do you say? What do you never see the certain Siddurim, they say, zah Shulchan? Mizbech. Mizbech. right? They say before they eat. Right, that's what people say. Because when you're eating, it's a, it could take the place of sacrifices, of korbanas, of all of that sort. So, really, eating could be a very spiritual act, right? Not just on Shabbos, not just on not Pesach. When you sit down to eat, everyone's very serious. It's a big mitzvah. But eating in general could be a very holy act. The isha All the also, you can really have. You ever anyone ever been to a tish in their lives? Which Tish have you been to? been in one in Poland even, I think. One my Poland traits. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's a right. lot of bad alcohol. <laughs> that's Chabad. That's like a Fabregion. <laughs> that's like a Fabregion. That's not a Tish. No, Tish is like the Rebbe's there and they're passing the food around. But though, whether, you, you know, whether it speaks to you or not, the concept of it is that eating is a holy act. Right? This is the whole act of eating is holiness. You know? Yeah. Dani was just doing Tefillah hakelim. Why? You know what the sefer ha'chenoch says? Why do we do Tefillah I don't know. Why do you do Tefillah The philosophy behind Tefillah hakelim. So the sefer ha'chenoch yeah. says that you're converting your vessels because a gentile eats because he's hungry. Mm. The ideal for a Jew is to eat to spiritually take care of your body to connect to God. The, the, so just like you have to convert when you buy, and that's why it's only when it's made by a gentile. Mm that you have to tovel not when it's made by a Jew when a Jew makes cailin there's no torival there's, no t- there's, no t- there's no conversion because eating by a gentile is all physical it's, you, there's, no, it's not, there's no idea of sanctifying it and eating by a Jew the goal is all spiritual even though it's obviously a very physical component it and obviously says before you eat you do and also is showing you doing a spiritual uh, reality we'll continue with some of the spiritual and some of the isurim how you eat being refined eat, people having yiras to choose what they eat, to check what they eat. Uh, you know, even at work today, you know, you know, in offices, there's all kinds of coolers that people rely on. And the question is, is it what well, they could have should we we'll pick up all this that we said?